The game is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has five stores in Northern Virginia and D.C. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running. Shout out to Pacers Running, one of our sponsors, longest running sponsor here on the show. But I'm also going to give a shout out. You've probably been watching us drink out of these fancy little tumblers here. So I wanted to give a shout out to Christopher Knight, who uh, who created these for us and has been uh, shipping these out. This is a business for him. So uh, hit him up. You can hit him up at DC202Sports. There's that 202 number right there. Uh, for the D.C. area, that's at D.C. 202 Sports right there on Twitter. He does Defenders. If you're into that, you've got uh, these tumblers right here that we've purchased. He's got some unicorn ones that he just did. But shout out to him because these are these are top notch. This these is are, so these are cool. these are good quality uh, you know, tumblers and uh, they look really sharp. So, uh, again, shout out to Christopher Knight there. Support those local businesses. And uh, one of those local businesses you know, it's that Washington franchise down the street here. The Washington Commanders ended up finishing last, missing the playoffs. The only NFC East team to miss the playoffs yeah. this last season. Uh, they've made a few not exciting moves. In fact, they mm. lost out on the linebacker from Cleveland who decided to yeah. stay in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, where does Washington stand mm. as we speak? Have they moved up? You know, we're, we're going to go by roster. We're going to kind of go roster by roster here, but kind of just generically, where do you feel right now Washington would place amongst these four teams? Start with you, Trev. I'm going to say third, to be quite honest. Hmm. Um, Who are they so better than? New York Giants. Um, hmm. Even though the Giants made the playoffs, we still should have beat them both times this past season, but. We won't go deep into that, but we all know the kind of reason why. But um, I mean, I just feel like well, Philly's number one. They lost some people, but added people too, so they're kind of pretty much where they were in the beginning. Dallas is Dallas. I mean, for what it's worth, their defense is very, very good. Even though we did beat them last game of the season, they're still good. Mm. And they just got Stephon Gilmore to add to that. Dax still there for what it's worth. And then us and then you the mean Giants. Terry I just, Sun the Giants Stephon got who? Darren Waller, but he's never healthy, so it doesn't scare me. Um mm. Daniel Jones got paid, so I don't know if he's gonna excel or he's gonna be content because he got paid. Um so yeah, uh, and we, the moves we made, we short up the offensive line with the Kansas City Chiefs guy and a divisional guy from the Giants, and then Cam Dancer cornerback. I thought our pieces, like you said at the beginning of the show, were B level, C to B level. They don't put us over the top. They don't sink us. They get they make us better. So third right now. And mm-hmm. also, you guys in the group chat earlier, Rigo's rag said that we have about what three million dollars in cap space. Yeah, yeah, why, why, why we couldn't sign Anthony Walker because he just signed a one year deal with Cleveland. So I wonder how much that's worth. So if we couldn't even pay him, that's bad. We got to make some moves. Got to let some people go. I think get some more money in there yeah there's probably going to be a couple of one june designations that are going to happen which doesn't save money this year and uh, there might be still some restructuring that's going to go on and i feel like we're still probably one or two moves away in this Mm -hmm. free agency from uh from completing it 
they do have enough money to sign their draft, uh, you know, haul that they're going to end up getting. But it is, it's, you know, the, I think the most exciting, I think we'd all agree at this, is Eric Bienemy coming to town. Mm-hmm. And we feel like that's going to unlock the offense. This defense, again, performed well and is probably at worst next year, barring significant injuries, going to finish at least middle of the pack, mm-hmm. right? You, I don't see them sliding too much in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now if their offense, which was just awful, one of the bottom you know, four offenses in the league, if they end up being mediocre, doesn't that jump them up? Again, a fourth place roster, uh, uh, you know, um, schedule that's coming up. So things should re- be relatively easier for them as far as uh, schedules concerned. Although, still going to be a very difficult schedule given who's mm-hmm. on the uh, who's on the list. But mm-hmm. Stoner, where where are you at right now as far as just kind of you know off the board? We're gonna we're gonna be talking about specifically the coaches. We're gonna be talking about some of those positions, but just kind of your overall feel right now. Where would you place the Washington Commanders? in the NFC East. Man, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I think not only are they the fourth place roster, but I think they're a distant fourth place. I I don't want to say that they necessarily have gotten worse, but I don't feel like they have done a whole lot of improvements. As, Mm -hmm. As it's sort of settled in, free agency is sort of settled in, we looked at we don't have a lot of money, to spend on free agents at this point. So I wouldn't expect anything until, like you said, later when the post June 1st designation, maybe there's some restructuring, so on and so forth. The Duran Payne signing is their biggest move this off season. Mm-hmm. Well, he was already here. So I wouldn't necessarily say that's an improvement. That's a, he was already here. So you're staying the course. And then if you look at what they did go out and get, they went out and get the two offensive linemen. Great. We need offensive linemen. These aren't guys who are gonna you're going to be wowed about. I think we even talked about this as soon as the season ended. We said, they're going to go out and get some offensive linemen, and we probably haven't heard of them, but they're going to sell us that these are guys who are going to shore up the offensive line and make the offensive line better. I, that's what exactly what's happened. But Andrew Wiley and Nick Gates, we never heard of Andrew Wiley, except maybe, oh, that's the guy who got the taunting penalty in the AFC Championship. <laughs> or And Nick Gates, you wouldn't know Nick Gates if he if he walked up to you and punched you in the face. Yeah, Most people don't know that many don't know linemen, these guys. though. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, these are guys you're given $8 million a year to, $5 million a year. These are, these are not guys who are going to turn around your offensive line. When they brought in Trey Turner and Andrew Norwell for, by the way, about these same prices, when they brought those guys in, we didn't really, had never heard of them, but we were like, okay, we need help at Mm -hmm. offensive line. And they turned out to be absolutely terrible offensive linemen Mm -hmm. last year. So I don't know how these guys are just going to come in here and all of a sudden make this offensive line great. And sure, we got the draft. But I'm just talking about at this point, that's who these guys are. You got a mid linebacker in Cody Barton to replace yeah. what? A mid linebacker who left. Yeah. You got uh, a corner who was your fifth corner, Danny Johnson. You re signed him. 
you got the uh, the Cam Dantzler off of waivers because Minnesota was like, he's terrible. He we don't want terrible. him on our team anymore. We we re-signed F.A. Obata. That's fine. He was already here. We re-signed Tyler Larson. That's fine. He was already here. You see, and then you got Jacoby Brissett. Not to be your starter, but to back up a guy you have no idea how good he's going to be. Yeah. So I'm really down on the overall roster. And that fourth place, that last place schedule, you're playing teams like the Dolphins and Bears. But they're loaded. Go look, go look what they did this offseason. Yeah, they're loaded, bro. They're loaded. Yeah. Well, but then you, that's on paper. On let's paper. See, let, yeah, they let's see how moves. it goes out. And, and, uh, and They made moves. And here we are making these mid-moves. And all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, we're going to throw this quarterback out here who's had one start, and all of a sudden we're going to pass those teams who are already ahead of us? I don't see it. I don't see it. So that's where I am right now. And when the draft comes, we can say, oh, we got this great corner, and then we got this great offensive lineman, and then we got another tight end, and then we got a linebacker. Well, every other team's going to do the same thing. They're going to go out and fill all their holes in the draft as well. So I don't see how all of a sudden we're going to pass these teams. Not, not to mention see. you're probably going to end up with another offensive lineman who's you know and and your draft pick, and then uh, and then what are you going to? Are you really going to get too excited about that? No, I think yeah. Stoner, you're bringing up some fair points. I think Trev is. It, it's not unrealistic what Trev's looking at though. You know they could jump two third. Uh, you do have. While Philadelphia and Dallas haven't exactly gotten better, and, and Philadelphia is a was in the Super Bowl, right? They had a great team. They are going to lose some pieces. They they were able to keep Darius Slay and you know a few other pieces, and they're trying to get that. But that team's going to be completely changed. Uh, they probably didn't get worse than Washington is. Like Washington didn't get didn't get so much better with what they've done to necessarily pass what, you know, based on Philadelphia losing some of those pieces and Dallas maybe losing a few pieces and having to shuffle things around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we joked on our Twitter channel that we we are sad that Zeke is no longer going to be in Dallas because he's just not had very good games over the last couple of years, you know, yeah. against Washington. Um, so now they're going to have a guy who, you know, and Pollard who has gashed Washington and in, in his yeah, Ronald Jones so, too. He's bad, so we ain't worried about. Yeah, that. it's yeah, Ronald yeah, Jones, but Pollard, just guy. Yeah, Pollard's legit. Pollard's legit. Good. just another guy though for for Jones. And so yeah. uh, maybe those two didn't drop enough to leave the one and two spots. And the Giants are are somebody who is a bit of a wild card, right? So they they've retained Daniel Jones, which we yep. all say we love because the guy's thrown seventeen touchdowns and mm-hmm. or fifteen touchdowns rather, and you know. Just not all that exciting, but I mean, this is going to be a second year with a coach who we all, you know, think is a good coach, right? No one in this, sure. this uh, group here thinks Dable is a bad coach. He's a good coach, and so I think that there's there's enough to warrant both of your guys's points. And I'm gonna side with Stoner on this one, and that I just don't know, and I want to be. Maybe it's because I want to be skeptical. I don't want to be. Let me get Ashburned when we're on hard knocks. Let me get Ashburned <laughs> right, right, right. when we're when we get to go to OTAs and yep. training camp, and I get to see these guys in in person, and then we're wowing over a, a, a guy who ends up with like three catches on the year. Um, you know that's 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 for later. But right now, when I'm looking at it, I'm I'm trying to be as objective as possible, and I just don't necessarily see it. There, the big outlier here 
And so we're going to start with the coaches that we talked overall. Let's get down to specifics. When you go to the coaches, so the head mm-hmm. coach and the two coordinators, where does Washington stand? Because that's where they've made the biggest improvement. They went from Scott Turner to Eric Bieniemy, unknown as far as what he's going to do here in Washington, mm-hmm. but it's coming from a Super Bowl winning team. You know, got two Super Bowl rings. He's got you know, the offensive talent. You know, from Kansas City that they went to great heights. A lot of talk about whether or not that's Andy Reid or EB. Uh, but where do we stand? Where does Washington stand in the division when you're looking at just the coaching positions, the coach, the head coach, and the two coordinators? Start with you, Trev. I'm going to go first or second based on coaching staff. You got, yes, mm-hmm. you have Nick Sirianni in Philly, but I forgot who replaced the two coordinators they lost. They lost both their offensive yeah. coordinators. I don't and know who their replacements, replacements are, so there's that. Dallas, you got McCarthy going to call plays now. What am I supposed to do? So that's going to be different. I mean, um, and then you got Dayball, who's a very good, good, good coach. But didn't they lose Mike Kafka, or is he still there? Did they lose him? Well, he was their quarterback's coach, and now he's their OC. Is oh, okay. that right? Okay. I think he got promoted because they lost their OC. Right. And I'm just going to put I them could be making that up, but. first or second just because, for what it's worth, Dayball got Daniel Jones paid. I mean, he did. Mm-hmm. He came in there, 15 touchdowns is whatever, but he did improve his personal stats enough to get him a nice, a nice payday. And it's Brian yeah. Dayball, so like he just came in and took the Giants from a what three win team to a eight or nine win playoff team. So you got to get that. But just by paper and career stats, ours is the best. Like you said, Ron Rivera, mm. uh, he's been to the Super Bowl. He's been a part of a Super Bowl team. Um, he's won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers, like come on, Cam. Yeah, Cam Newton. Yeah, come on. Aaron Rodgers, the four time MVP. Cam Newton. Yeah. So, one time on VP. One time, yeah. But uh, then EB, uh, you know, played ball at Colorado and then, you know, coached a- Adrian Peterson in Minnesota and then, you know, built his way up, kind of earned his way to get to the two Super Bowl wins as OC for Patrick Mahomes and under the helm of Andy Reid. So he's got clout there. And then Jack Del Rio, for what it's worth, he's been successful in Denver, a little bit in Oakland. He's, you know, defense is what he's made of. He's got our defense in the top mm-hmm. 10 in the past two, three years. So, on paper, ours is probably first, and then the Giants like right there just because of Dabble and what they've done with Daniel Jones. But Mike McCarthy and wow, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm I mean, surprised you said that, Trev. I'm really surprised that you're giving Washington's coaches so much credit. Just don't. I mean, I, I'm gonna, it's Gus Bus here points out, out by you. the way uh, that uh, mm-hmm. so one were corrected. Kafka was the offensive coordinator. Uh, for last year, but Dallas lost Kellen Moore, Philadelphia lost Gannon and Steichen, those offensive defensive coordinators there. New York mm-hmm. Giants stayed the same, didn't didn't do anything, and then right. we gained Eric Bieniemy, mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah. Gus Bus saying we improved the most in that and the coaching regard. So, but where Stoner, what's your against Trev's comments here? Where do, where do you stand then? Mm. Well, first of all, Trev, think about this as I ramble for a minute. Okay, think of another coach in the history of the NFL who is lost as much as Ron Rivera has and continues to coach year after year after year after year after year. Six of the last seven years, he has not had a winning record. 
There was, but he's not coaching anymore. But Marvin Lewis was there. Jim Caldwell well, was one of those. But you're talking about two, two years, three years. Marvin Lewis was there for a long Ron time. Is, he was not winning. He, he was, was way more successful. Finals. He had a few playoff chances. Never Go check Bowl, his record. Never went to the Super Bowl. Never made it to the no, Super Bowl. No, you're right. And you take that one season, and that's fine. That's an outlier. If you look at the rest of his season, it's very much an outlier. Fifteen and one is a huge outlier. With a you you okay, I'm not saying I'm he doesn't just, have it. I'm not trying a, to take it away, but it's very clearly not the norm for him. I'm talking about over a sustained amount of time Marvin Lewis that a coach just continues to lose and lose and lose and um, lose. Todd Bowles before he got fired. You're, again, Trev, yeah. you're talking yeah, about yeah. two years, maybe well, no, three. No, they were there for. I mean, these. But you Todd have, Bowles was not there for like two or three. I'm talking about more? again six out of the last seven years. I believe he's uh, had a losing record. He's been he was seven and nine, seven and ten, eight eight and one here as a head coach. Okay, you know I'm not attacking Ron Rivera. I'm attacking no, I'm his coaching yeah. acumen. That's that's kind of what I'm getting at is Mike McCarthy is a bazillion times more successful than Ron Rivera. A bazillion times more successful. Just look at his record in Dallas. I believe it's like 12, 12, and 11 wins, something I mean, like that this, yeah, so in his three years. This is hard. You want to know why it's hard? Mm. And I'm not trying to make excuses, but a lot everybody else has had a franchise quarterback and mm-hmm. has been this bad or this good with a franchise quarterback. Rama Rivera, yeah. it's time with us, has not had a franchise quarterback. That's the only excuse I'll give. because it's, it's that's that, also that's, of his own doing. That's yeah. fair, and it it's is. also of his own doing. He well, is the top personnel decision maker. He yeah. chose um, – he, 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 he didn't choose Dwayne. No, after that. He chose all the – he chose Fitz. He chose – well, he didn't know he was gonna get Carson hurt. Wentz. He, he chose he Sam hurt. Howell, Taylor Heineke. Who was uh who who was Fitz's backup? It was it was Heineke. Heineke but yeah. who was his quarterbacks for the seven and nine playoff year? Who Taylor was the quarterback? Heineke. Was that Alex Smith? That was Alex Smith, yeah. Because it was it was, he started with Dwayne Haskins. <sighs> they got rid of Dwayne Haskins, one Alex Smith. They had to yeah. go, they had to like you know, get Alex Smith was injured, which is why Heineke ended up starting the, the playoff game. It was they got all random people in there. So yeah. the the Eagles coach Sirianni's been there two years, and he went to the Super Bowl one year. And his first year, what did they win? His first year, nine games. His first year. Difference is so, he's not the GM. They actually have a GM. Runs our GM. And by the way, <laughs> again of the own. He doing. he yes. took the quarterback that they gave him. Mm-hmm. The quarterback was already there, and he turned him into what he's turned him into. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Dable. He's been there for one year. He took the quarterback they gave him, and he turned him into something. Ron's not taking the quarterback that they've given him, and he's not brought in the right quarterback. I give you so that. He's dead last in this division, or in this, yeah, in this division, in coach rankings. Sorry, love the guy, but his coaching acumen has to be questioned. At this point, he just hasn't done anything. Sirianni's Three been years. Sirianni's been to the Super Bowl in his tenure, and again, only a couple of years into that. 
but also a lot more plays into just the like come on let's be real like of course it does we haven't had a franchise quarterback we haven't had a good since a front office and i don't know how long a lot of that does attribute to all these Sirianni's winning you know in two years and mike mccarthy having he had aaron Rodgers for pete's sake like all like it's that's obvious but like if you're just going by strictly the coaching like them Without the players yeah. they have, I'm going with Ron, EB, based off their personal accomplishments with or without franchise quarterbacks. It's okay. Tough. I, I get it's it. Tough. It's tough. The, the name that, that uh, got popped up in the chat there, I've shared it very briefly, that that I think that is probably most like Ron Rivera in a lot of uh, factors is Jeff Fisher. Mr. Jeff nine, Fisher is oh, one. Yeah. Nine and seven. Yes. He's okay. Would you be excited to have Jeff Fisher here? No, 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 not at all. I would hate to have Jeff Fisher here. I think we're loyal to Ron Rivera because he's our guy. He is the guy currently in Burgundy and Gold, and we just have to put faith in that, right? We have to hope and pray that he that he that he does something good. Just like people putting you know all this hope into Sam Howell is, you're just hoping that he's going to turn it around. Yeah, but let's be realistic when you're comparing his record to the others that are in this division you're going to take the guy who was just in the super bowl even if he mm-hmm. is a tool uh you're going to take dabble mike mccarthy is the one question mark Not but that. mike mccarthy has had better in-season records consistently whether or not that's because of dak prescott or a better roster or aaron Rodgers and you know whatever you want to put it at he still had better regular season records and has mm-hmm. made the playoffs and has had his team in contention. Ron Rivera so often doesn't necessarily get there. So I, he, I think we're fourth in that regard. I think you have an argument that EB's at least made us closer. And Dude. if, if EB brings us into a top 10 offense, then I think that's absolutely, you know, now we have a, a, a legitimate chance to be like, yeah, okay. We're maybe third or second in this, uh, this list but until that happens you got to say that we're fourth here um i'm gonna just give a shout out to our uh super chat here uh cody barton in the house appreciate cody. the 499 cody is a big fan of ref the district here uh says sam how yeah uh 499 you just got a three and a half million dollar contract <laughs> to play I mean, linebacker I'll, here I'll, he, ain't he, a a he ain't making a pass camp <laughs> This is uh, our first uh, donation for the night into our Sky Bar Super Chat here from Cody499 going towards that. If we get to $50, you get a free appetizer when you head out to Lexington, Virginia in the Sky Bar. Uh, Cody says here, Sam Howell is a right-hand Steve Young, Drew Brees with wheels. He's going to show Stoner how wrong he is. He will help lead this team to 11 wins. Mm. Seems like we're on a consensus, at least for the coaching. Let's talk about the QB here. Thanks, Cody, again for that. QB, Sam, QB1, Sam Howe. Mm. We're, 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 we're howling into the 2023 season yeah. with Jacoby Brissett and Sam Howe. We believe here on Ref the District, Sam Howe is going to win that. Now Stoner believes it is a rigged competition. It is a it is a rigged competition. Sam yes. Howell is going to win this regardless of whether or not he's actually the better QB because mm-hmm. they want to give him time. That's Stoner's take on it. 
get that out of the way real quick. Uh, QB rosters, really you're looking at QB1 because you can't account for energy. Uh, this isn't like – or injury, rather. This isn't like a wide receiver room where you're like, we have the best one, two, three. You got you, – you're not going to have the best one, two, three QBs. Who's the best QB1 in the division right now? Trev. It's not even close. It's Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Agreed. Close. Yep. Okay, so number two? Daniel Jones. Mm. Ooh, ooh. Mm, that's really? okay. It, I, Trev hit his head earlier. He, he <laughs> called me and he said, "He said my head hurts. I don't know if I can think straight for the show, but, but so I, I get it. I get it. How are you putting Daniel Jones ahead I'm of that? Be, I'm, getting, I'm getting the stats right now. <laughs> oh, oh, that's I'll, that's I'll, probably I'll worse. Say this. I I was a big Dak fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think he had a very down year. And yeah, I, he did. It, it'll be interesting to see if he can bounce back but i would go jalen hurts and then i would go dak prescott then i'd go daniel jones and until sam howell proves otherwise sam howell's at the bottom of this list yeah, i just don't see no how idea. you can have it any other way total qbr for the season dak prescott was 91.1 daniel jones was 92.5 i'm going daniel jones okay just <laughs> QB rating, not, yeah, QB rating, not necessarily qbr which i'm now interested in finding out the advanced stats <laughs> uh yeah obviously the box score will be a little different uh i can look at the records because you guys love yourself some qb uh wins and losses in that regard dak prescott has a better overall career and i if i have to put money on who's going to have a better year next year and Trev, you know this is true for yourself. You're going to put that on Dak Prescott. You're not going to put putting, that on Daniel no, I'm, Jones. I'm putting on Daniel Jones. Dak Prescott led the league in interceptions, and he missed five games. <laughs> he had an off year. Yeah, he definitely did have an off year, and Daniel Jones off, had an up year. Career. He should have never yeah. got paid all that money. It was never worth mm-hmm. all that money. Everybody in the world knows that except for Jerry Jones. Even Jerry Jones knows that. Actually, Jerry Jones didn't want to like, pay him. There was a yeah, lot of uh, – exactly. If your owner don't want to pay you, you ain't worth it, dog. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I think it's very easy to put Sam Howell as the number four guy just based on the unknown. We just don't know. Yeah. We hope he's going to be the savior of this franchise. I just don't see it. I hope I'm wrong, though. I, yeah. I'll happily I hope you're wrong, wrong, too. I want yeah. you to be nothing too. more than wrong. And more than I already do, right? More than I do just for the show purposes, but because this is this is it, right? This is supposed to be the QB of the future. We're supposed to have fun names like here, Big Simple in the house with the another super chat. Skybar super, super chat. We lit with Big Simple 422, 499 was the donation. That's Uncle Sam. Yeah. Uh, Uncle, Uncle Sam's Uncle not Sam. bad. I like That'd the name. We, I think we threw it out uh, a couple weeks ago too here, and I'm sure other people, it's it's kind of, you know, group think they're great name. Hope, hope it's there. Cody Barton with another one. $1.99 there. We have a QB that can take advantage of the speed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree. Terry McLaurin agree. had to speed up for a catch. Like, we've not seen that in his entire time. Mm. Uh, Super Chat is now up to, I'm just going to round it up a little bit, uh, at $12 to the hey. Super Chat. We get to 50 you get yourself free appetizer at the Sky Bar in Lexington, Virginia there. So appreciate those Super Chats hitting the uh, thing there. I believe in Sam Howell. I liked him last year. 
I think that the it's the right decision to go into this season giving him the QB1 opportunity. I'm just saying, even if you're basing it off of all the potential and the hopes and the prayers, if you're looking at the rosters right now, he is he is the fourth best QB yeah. in this. Maybe midseason, we're talking about him in a different light. If he has a first full season under Eric Bieniemy, like Patrick Mahomes' first season, then yeah, yeah then we can say he's he's obviously yeah. not the the cellar dweller. Uh, but if he comes out and he has a season, and and this was this very real one here. Uh, like Davis Mills out in Houston, his first full mm-hmm. season at like 17 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. No one's going to be, no one's going to say that he is better than these other three QBs. Yeah, that's that's a good name to bring up, Davis Mills. If it was Davis Mills that was here and Jacoby Brissett came in, who would be the starter? Who do you think would be the starter? Davis Mills or Jacoby Brissett? That's tough. Jacoby Brissett. That's tough. What do you and I like Davis tough. Mills. He was another one of the QBs I liked coming out that year. Probably Davis Mills. Especially if we drafted him, we're starting him. But you know what you have probably in Davis Mills now is he's had two full years, maybe a year plus as the starter. You kind of yeah. know what you have. Mm-hmm. But Jacoby Brissett is a better quarterback than Davis Mills. He just is. He's a better yeah. quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. He's not going to lead you to the playoffs. As fine a job as he did in Cleveland last year, I think he they were four and seven. Yeah, under his starts, they weren't that good. And it's not it like probably they, be the same thing here. They didn't have a choice. That's either. why. That's why Washington is not going to allow him to be the starter here in Washington because you know what you're going to get. You and you know the upside is not. You, you've already seen the upside. And you haven't seen that with Howell. So unless he just goes out there and looks like Carson Wentz in training camp, which then, was really good, then Sam Howell is going to be the starting we quarterback. Hyped. You and we I remember hyped. a very different uh, training camp trip. We were hyped remember? when Carson Wentz getting the zip on the ball. We were so hyped. Oh, Don't you remember okay. that? Oh yeah. I mean, we we mm-hmm. talked about the noticeable difference between his balls and and uh, let me rephrase this a little bit. His uh, his deep pass right now, or? <laughs> <laughs> his deep passes to uh, to like yeah, Heineke's, um, but uh, but that's not the point here because remember training camp how many how many times and Stoner was keeping track of this that he was having a bad camp right, that's right. Like he was, he was throwing interceptions left and right. So yeah, he he we were keeping track of it. He just wasn't having a great training camp. It wasn't until yeah. maybe like the last six days. Um, where it was like, yeah, he was having a good day. He was having a good day, but up until that point, it was he was just under five hundred. And and uh, so, yeah, I, I, Sam Howe, a lot of excitement there. I think there's a lot of reason to be optimistic. Uh, mm-hmm. I am. He's a target. I think there is too. It's it's just realistically right now he he's QB four. Now, well, yeah. go ahead, Stoner. If you look, I, I'm going to kind of converse my earlier argument. But if you look at this team that hasn't lost a whole lot, especially on offense, you lost your part-time third down back in McKissick. Have you have they lost anything else? You lost your wide receiver five or wide receiver six in Cam Sims. Yeah. So they haven't really lost anything. And they were still last year 
with terrible quarterback play from both Wentz and Heineke. It was terrible. Let's all admit that, that it was just Mm -hmm. terrible. Yes. They still were one game away from being a playoff team. (laughs) Exactly. One game away. So if Sam Howell can at least be a little bit better than what they had and they don't lose a step in all these other places, then there's the possibility that you could see a nine-win team and maybe even a 10-win team, just obviously depending on injuries and what happens going forward. So there is that chance that Sam Howell, as long as he can play just a little bit better than the terrible quarterback play from last year, they can have a better year than they did. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, he could be, he could look like a fifth rounder. And next thing you know, yeah. like a Davis, Davis Mills, fourth rounder, again, 17 yeah. touchdowns, uh, 15 interceptions for Davis Mills. There are a lot of people saying taking Davis Mills over Jacoby Brissett, which I think is pretty interesting. Cody just throwing around Cody, that well, signing bonus money. Back, another $1.99 here. Tight end at 16, dominate the middle of the field, opens up the wide receivers. I personally would not want a tight end at 16 but we're going to talk a lot of the draft stuff next week and oh, the, following, yeah, the, the following weeks uh as we come near towards that but thanks cody for up in our sky bar super chat here and we appreciate all the donations uh speaking of those wide receivers though the skill positions let's get to those right now um, okay let's try to move through these a little bit quicker uh, All right. Just because we got a full roster to go through wide receivers, who has the best wide receiver group here in the N- NFC oh. East? Mm. I don't think it's even close, to be honest. All right, I think Stoner, Washington the- has the the best receiver group, not only in this division, but in this conference, and probably top three in the NFL. Oh, wow, that's-, that's how that's what I think of this particular wide receiver group. Uh, when you go one when you go go one two three one two three your three starters that that's the way i look at it you got somebody better one through three trev y'all might not like this but philly's philly's receivers philly's got a good good one two punch they have and then quest Watkins there is a nice no you all you want but he beat us last year i don't want to hear that if he, he, he he's not bad. He um, yeah, he dropped the bomb. Bad. He dropped that one bomb. But um, I mean, just because AJ Brown is a monster, Devontae Smith is a forgotten one there because of AJ Brown. But he is a beast, and and Watkins. But I mean, ours is obviously great. But ours are also very very small. We don't have any big receivers. They're very fast and they're very That's good okay. after the, the very good at yaks. And Terry is good at 50-50 every now and then. But people aren't scared to line up against Curtis Samuel. People aren't scared to line up against Jahad Dotson yet. They're only scared to line up against Terry McLaurin a little bit. People fear A.J. Brown. People fear Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Sorry. Well, I think they fear McLaurin and Dotson. 100% they fear. I don't know about I mean, Dotson maybe, but he was hurt half the year too. So it's like, okay. Yeah, I, I think that if he, does, if he doesn't get injured, I think you're probably looking at the offensive rookie of the year. I think he was that. He was on that trajectory. Mm-hmm. Um, but injuries happen. Availability. Quiz Watkins. He had 33 catches. How many did Curtis Daniel have? 64. Are you sure? I rest my case, Your Honor. 
<laughs> uh, how, how, how about Jahan Dotson? Because Jahan Dotson uh, was out for a while. We can consider him technically. I mean, he will I mean, be yeah. cute, uh, wide receiver two this year, but he was wide 35? receiver three last year. He had 64 catches, this and is... he had 38 rushes, Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. Okay. Well, well Jahan Dotson. Samuel. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I got to get to that, but I'm just telling yeah. you. Gus how Bus much is telling us here in the comment section only had 35 catches, which is yeah. why I was bringing that up because that's comparable. You're one, two. If you're looking at the total catches now, Philadelphia had more explosive offense. Uh, so I'd expect them to have kind of. Yeah, they're going to have more catches there. overall. Um, but I, I, I got a problem with that, Trev. Absolutely, teams are scared of Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson and. Curtis Samuel, I might add. No, they are and, not, dude. And the receiver they're drafting at 16, the kid, the other kid from Ohio State. Yeah, okay. What's, so one what's... thing, he's not drafting receiver at 16 and two. Um, <laughs> nobody fears Shahan Dawson. Why? Because that one spin move he had against the Giants, people were scared. Now the man was hurt half the year. Darius Slay isn't scared. He just says he gives him the best competition at corner. No one's legit scared to line up against Terry McLaurin if you think about it. He won't even get mm. voted in the NFL top 100 by his peers. So if his peers were scared of him, he'd be voted in the top 100, and he wasn't. I How do much think, you I do he'll think be he'll be the top 100. I, he'll be, I, he'll be there. I, I will put a dollar well, on it That's right cool. Now. We are talking about the future. We're talking about the past, and he hasn't been there yet. I, I'm <laughs> telling, we're talking about the future. Where do they rank here for going into 2023? And I'm telling second, you. Second, bro. Think about you're it, bro. You're taking it. They went to the All Super right, that's Bowl a good. Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. Nobody but, those guys were great. Yeah, when when they're I mean, one of the best one-two punches mm-hmm. in the league. Yeah, I would, I would say this, Trev. Trev, one hundred percent. I'm with you. If we're talking one-two, I'm Philadelphia is 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 above our one-two. One-two-three. Yeah. One-two-three, though. That's where that's where we get there. Doug is bringing in the the Cowboys here. Lamb, Cooks, Gallup for <sighs> Dallas. Strong lineup there. Gallup is a very good receiver. He just injured injured a lot. Cooks Gallup, is good. And Cooks, Cooks burnt us when we played the Texans this year. He burnt us. And Cooks is very, Lamb. very, very good. Yeah, and see Lamb. Right. And Lamb is great. He needs a better quarterback. So <laughs> he needs a better. Lamb is a, a, a slightly below McLaurin. Cooks is probably above Dotson. Yeah. And who was their third guy? Michael Gallup. Gallup. Oh, Gallup is below Curtis Samuel. Are you kidding? Yes. Different kinds of receivers, I'll say yeah. that part. Yeah. They're different kinds of receivers. So it's it, that one could be a preference uh, take. I, I still want to see Curtis Samuel unlocked. Uh, I think that catches. this is this is, uh, this is is pretty good uh, You know, season for him, 60 catches, 30 rushes and everything. I want to see more from him. I want to see more. I, I have to say – I, I'm with Stoner. I think they're, they've got the best wide receiver group. I think it's very close, though, because uh, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, as much as I dogged him in the years that we were trying to compare him to Terry McLaurin, I'm taking my man Terry here. Uh, but Let's be that's that that one-two is, is, is the strongest one-two in the NFC East. But if you're looking at one-two-three, and a lot of people bringing up uh, that North Carolina connection, uh, as Alcatone is putting Diami Brown. Diami's got to see the field first before he can get. I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, how many people love themselves some Cam Sims, and now Cam Sims is found uh, on a roster somewhere else. So it, it'll be interesting. I'm taking Washington, then Philadelphia, five. then I'll take Dallas, 
we all can agree here the Giants aren't anywhere near the wide receiver list. Like they, if if we had, if we could, the three of us would probably rank ahead of the New York Giants, <laughs> right? Although that one dude who came on that they signed off the streets, he ended up having a really good year, and they ended up signing him. Yeah, for yeah. a few years, I can't even think of his name. But Hodgins. Hodgins, that's who. Yeah, I mean, he he was pretty good, but him and Slayton and. Sterling Shepard, yeah. Sterling Shepard. He was injured again, unfortunately. They're yeah. drafting a receiver. They're oh, drafting for sure. a receiver. <laughs> probably not. Diami had five catches this year. Yeah, and two in one game against two touchdowns. Yeah, two, two GDs. Isn't that insane? I mean, you yeah. just think that you, can't you get drafted him in the third round to be the partner with Terry, and he's basically done n- almost nothing in his two years. He had 12 catches his rookie year. That's 17 catches in two years. I'm a third uh, rounder. Big believers, Cody. Another $2 donation, $1.99 here with Sam. Terry Dotson, over 1,000 yards and five-plus touchdowns each. I mean, they'll they'll get that with Taylor Heineke as their quarterback. Stop it. 1,000 yards and five each? TDs each. each? Oh, yeah. Oh, Terry yeah. McLaurin's a lock for 1,000. And John Dotson? It's 17 games he- now. Let's not forget. They got that yeah. extra game. A full season. How many games right. did he miss? How many did Jahan Dotson miss? If you if you calculate uh, that in there, he missed three. He started four. ten games. He played in twelve. Okay. So he missed, so he missed five, five games. All right. Games so he probably he's probably only catching maybe another you know fifteen twenty passes there maybe. But he had five hundred and twenty three yards. Yeah. So he'd probably finish finish around fifty catches, seven hundred yards if he had so a full. He, he was he averaging fifty. He was averaging 52 yards for 10 starts. So if you another 50 yards in another seven starts, it's another 350, 375. You're right there. Under a thousand, still under 900 yards. Tommy, with a great point, Washington got lucky getting Terry in the third round. Right? I mean, we've talked about it before. Luck pick. Yeah, we've talked about it before. Guy was drafted to be a special teams player, and he's one of the top 15 wide receivers in the NFL right now. And he had uh, seven touchdowns, by the way, Dotson. Yeah, he was lightning on fire in the red zone. Uh, let's move on to the other skill right. position back there, running backs. Yeah, uh, Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, some people wanting Austin Eckler, but that's not going to happen. So Maybe. where Maybe. does Washington stand? There's no Zeke anymore mm. for for Dallas, I think so we're third. We're third first, yeah, because third or fourth. Philly, uh, I think we got first. Philly lost Booby Miles and replaced him with, with, with Rashad Penny, who barely has been healthy enough to have a career in the NFL. Um, Dallas lost Zeke, all they have is Tony Pollard, who's injury prone now, and then Ronald mm. Jones, he's washed. Uh, Saquon Barkley, he's injury prone now, that's all they got with mm. him there, and then. We have Gibby, who's injury prone, but also very successful. And then right, B Rob, who's also Gibby's always limping with his foot, his calf, his thigh. Something's always wrong with, with Gibby. I know Stoner's I mean, grabbing the information. I mean, it is. You got, are you just going to shake is. this one off and move along? I mean, it is. Ours, ours <laughs> is first, though. Ours is first. What's wrong with Did being you first? say first, Trev? Bro. You said first. The Giants don't. Who outside Saquon, who are you giving, who are you handing the ball off to? I think they brought in Brita. Didn't they bring in Brita? Exactly. And Dallas, who were you handing the ball off to if Zeke and Tony Pollard are injured? Who are you handing it off to? Rashad, uh, Ronald Jones? Number really? one, number one, you can't say at this point, since we're talking about the future, 
You can't say that these guys are going to be injured. Let's I just talk about who they are. Tony Pollard, greater than sign anything Washington has. Saquon Barkley, greater than sign anything Washington has. Booby Miles, or no, not Booby. Is it Sanders? There. Who stayed there? Not Sanders. Boston Scott stayed there. Boston Scott. Exactly. He's known as a giant. He's probably killer. on the same level as that's the Washington what? running backs. So that's that's what I'm saying. You know how I feel about Brian Robinson. Yeah, TJ, TJ calling you out there. Don't what? forget, Stoner said B Rob is I, a jack. That's, yeah, that's right. TJ, I stopped speaking for a good like two minutes on There's on no air. I never give out yeah. dead air, but that time I just didn't have anything to say. We have that two one. good backs in the room. The other four, other three teams don't have two quality backs that can play either. Yeah, they do. Who are you serious yeah. right now? Saquon Robert and Brita. Saquon and Brita for real. Authentic, get in here, and I want authentic. <laughs> Come on. I mean, now. Saquon alone, just is by what? himself, is better than the two being, we have I'm combined. Being real, I'm being realistic. He ain't done. Yeah. If he was that good, they would have extended him too. But what they do, they extended Daniel Jones with three for 15 touchdowns. Well, that's well, because that's a more important position. It's Saquon, though. Saquon. Oh, Saquon. Exactly. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Saquon. I'm taking Pollard. I 16 do think that- games started this year. Yeah, Who? I I do th- I do one. think Washington could fit in third. I am interested, Cody, with another dollar ninety nine. Cody Cody's wearing those burgundy gold glasses, uh, and I, he needs to pass those yeah, along here really to, to my my, my friends Scott here. And Penny over us. We're oh. we're going to see a lot of read option. B Rob one point two k. I don't know that that's going to happen. To be honest. Now, obviously, there's differences. They got Kansas City's got Patrick Mahomes and everything, but their leading rusher was Pachenko with only 170 attempts, 830 yards. I just don't know that we're going to see as much, you know, I think we're going to see some successful running. Mm. Let me make sure that's clear. That was 4.9 average. So that's successful running. I just don't know that you're necessarily going to see some big numbers like there, like this from Cody again with the super chat uh, for 1.2 K. I'm having Washington at third in the NFC East only over Philadelphia because Philadelphia still has to kind of fill out that roster spot for them. And and I do mm-hmm. think B Rob and Gibson, I'm high on Gibson. I think that Gibson <laughs> is going to be, is going to have an, an amazing year. I said that last year, but uh, I think that he's going to kind of have this role that's going to be electrifying. Matt so. Breida? You're taking Matt Breida over Gibby and B-Rob to pair with Saquon for real? I'm, I'm taking, taking Saquon, Saquon 100%. He's running back room. And these this yeah. two mm-hmm. people okay. in the running back right. room. Yeah. The if you give Barkley, me Saquon for 250 touches, I'm taking Saquon for 250 touches over B-Rob or Gibson. 250 touches. I'll take period. Saquon's production over B-Rob and Gibby combined. That's that's what I'm saying, if that's what we're talking about. So, okay, yes, I mean, Saquon group? is greater than sign everybody except maybe Derrick Henry. And, and Derrick Henry may have just hit the wall. Saquon better than anybody. All right. Anybody. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Right, anybody. We're going to move we're going to move on. No. We're move on. Are you serious? Oh, oh he that's... only had 1700 combined yards this year. All Saquon. by himself, Saquon did. 
Yeah, Justin Fields almost had that by himself, too, if you really want to go there. Okay. All right. We're going to move on to the next position. (laughs) Yeah. And and 20 touchdowns, by the way, for Saquon. Yeah. Again, Saquon. But you're taking 250 touches from Saquon. We're going to move on because that's 10 10 touchdowns. Sorry. Yeah, um, 20 touchdowns. No 20, way. 20 would be a lot. We would have got uh, that bag instead of 10 million. <laughs> let's uh let's talk about the tight ends, the last position oh, group. Washington bad. has a couple of uh off extra offensive linemen, as Stoner likes to point out. Uh they got a fifth round rookie that did not live up to the hype. Uh they've got an aging vet coming off of an injury. Uh, two years removed from an injury, so hopefully he's actually back to being full healthy this time. And they got a, this undrafted free agent converted QB that uh, we're all pretty excited about. Where do you guys think we stand with the tight end room? Hmm. Last. Hmm. Dead last. Remind me, or, or remind me again of each of the other teams who their so guys Schultz are. Schultz left. Dallas, right? So, so who's their guy right now? They like they had a young guy who replaced them because Dalton was hurt a little bit. And I think they really liked him. I forgot his name. Ferguson, maybe was his name. Jake Ferguson. I think okay. he they, he's not. He came on pretty strong at the end. All right, Dallas Goddard's in Philly. He's like the second coming of. He's of still there. Yeah, he's nasty. Okay, Darren Waller. Just signed, Darren Waller just signed in New York. When he's healthy, he's a Pro Bowl. That's tight one B. We'll just mm-hmm. say he's healthy. And then we got Logan Thomas. Yeah, and you really can't say anything about anybody else because they they don't have anything to back it up. But we're definitely we can talk, talk about them. we can talk all about what the coaches say about them, and they love the tight end room and all this, and we haven't done anything other than Logan. Yeah, no just, one's gonna come out and publicly say, "Oh, we, we don't like the tight end yeah. room." But uh, yeah, so I would yeah. probably say third because because of Dallas is with this Ferguson and. I'm gonna look and... up Ferguson's stats over Logan Thomas's stats this past year, and I bet you Ferguson had more catches in production than Logan Thomas. And you'll change your mind. Um, okay, I'll take that bet. One dollar. I haven't looked it up. I'm just saying because at Ferguson, you guys want Ferguson stats. Ferguson versus Logan. All right, Ferguson this uh, season, regular season, had 22 targets, 174 yards, 19 receptions. 19. Is- Pretty close to what Logan 19 had. 19 receptions, 174 yards I, is I what you're looking at. Logan's, I <laughs> Did you already look at him? Logan Thomas, 39 catches, 323 yards. You owe me a dollar trip. I'd take uh, PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, <laughs> whatever. So so Logan Thomas, John Bates, Cole Turner, Monty Rogers, that's the list for there. It is Jake Ferguson, Peyton Hendershot, Sean McKinnon, Ian Hendershot, Bunting. That's the other guy I was thinking of. Uh, yeah. Philadelphia Eagles working with Dallas Goddard. So uh, that's my that's my number one right for here. Sure. Uh Jack Stoll, Grant Calcaterra, uh Tyree Jackson. Yeah, Calcaterra is pretty good. Uh New York Giants are working with in the tight end room, Darren Waller. Probably number two on this list, uh, mm-hmm. Daniel Bellinger, Nick Vanette, and Lawrence Cager. So I am probably only taking Washington's group because I bleed burgundy and gold over Dallas. But it's a yeah, toss-up. That's what I would, too. And and by the way, did you know a, a commander's tight end retired earlier this week? They announced it, and I didn't even uh, notice it until today. I was looking at it. Uh, a tight end for Washington retired. 
Eli Wolf. Finally, he was signed. <laughs> he retired. That's the one yeah. I was waiting for the. Uh, I was waiting for the. I was looking at there. the transactions, and it, was, yep. it said on March nineteenth he retired. I said, yep. oh, no, Gus Bus is with us York. on those rankings as well. Yes. Let's continue moving down. Uh, the offensive line retooled yeah. for Washington. Some new parts. Uh, yeah. Where are you guys thinking on this offensive line? I do have the the rosters up in case you need to the starters oh. for Dallas: Tyler Smith, Isaac Alcon, out going to pass it. Tyler B, Zach Martin, Tyron Smith. No. Uh, we have the Philadelphia Eagles with Jordan Malata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, who's coming back this season. Josh Sills and Lane Johnson, and then the Giants are running out. Andrew Thomas, Shane Lameau, Ben Bredesen, Mark Glowiski, and Evan Neal. I am butchering names left and right right now. Yeah. Again, you you got to put us at you know, the bottom of the list. They were the worst offensive line in all of football, pretty much. So they were definitely were, and they haven't done a whole lot to improve it. They well, brought in a couple of guys that seen anybody hit the field yet. Yeah, but that's that's what we're doing. We're projecting. We're trying to give our opinion on it. And I think I we think questions. I that. think with the two people we signed are are bigger, much bigger upgrades than Norwell and Trey. Might be the Based same amount what? of money. Uh, Wiley has a Super Bowl. And he's played with EB before, and Nick Gates. Yeah. We played him, and he obviously has our game. He said he had our game circled on the schedule. They beat us twice last year to get to the playoffs. Obviously, yeah. and he and he held his own against Jonathan Allen apparently. So that's more than we could say at this point in time. We signed Trey Turner, Norwell. What do we say them about them this time of year? Nothing. Right. I'm just going off of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're more we're more focused on the the Commanders thing, the the ties there to the Panthers. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, we're last. I mean, we were so bad last year. We fired the offensive line coach, Matsko, who we went in and we yeah. said Matsko can train anybody. That's why we're not worried about Norwell and all these these Commanders because younger. they've got you've got a a good offensive line coach. Turns out not as good as we thought. Line yeah. was horrendous. I, I think that they're at the bottom of the barrel here, and they yeah. haven't done enough to improve on that. I, I let one go by without the uh, the howling, so I'm going to do some howling here that. for Eli Wolf. Eli Wolf, there. All right, let's uh, we're we're little slog through this. Let's go defensive line here. Um, Washington, Chase Young, Deron well, Payne, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat. Dallas Cowboys, Demarcus Lawrence, Osa O, Neville Gallimore, Dorrance Armstrong. Uh, we got the Eagles. I got to get rid of Logan Thomas's stats now. The uh, Eagles running out Brandon Graham, Jordan Davis, Fletcher Co- uh, Cox, Ooh. and Josh Sweat. And uh, base 3-4 defense out in the Giants. So Jihad Ward, Dexter Lawrence, and Leonard Williams. I think all all four have very good. This is the strongest line. point of yeah. of each of these teams. Like this is this is going to be the hardest one I think to rank because they're just all really good. Yeah. I'm going to go Philly first only because they led the league in, league in sacks last year with 70 some, almost broke the record. But they did lose. They they lost. They lost some pieces Hargrave. Mm-hmm. They did, and they, they lost. They got that from Georgia. Jordan Davis, who was hurt as a rookie last year, he's a he's yeah, a true. Fletcher mm-hmm. Cox. Hey, we have our own uh, injured rookie coming back. Yep. Josh yeah. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Josh Sweat's right. pretty good. Josh Sweat's um, good. Yeah. Dallas. 
You got to add Michael Parsons in there, but he's a linebacker, so it doesn't really count. Yeah, he's listed yeah, as a linebacker. So. He's listed as a linebacker. He's a pass rusher, but he is listed as a linebacker. So, And then Giants, if, they're pretty. Mm-hmm. Ward, Lawrence, and Williams, that's a pretty good uh, stout mm-hmm. three uh, there. And then you have Kayvon Thibodeau, who's uh, a pass rusher kind of in the same vein. Hmm. Let's just, let's oh, just give Washington the edge. Just because we have two first round defensive yeah. ends that haven't lived up to their potential yet. And maybe this is the year they finally do. And you've already got two Pro Bowl defensive tackles. Yep. And then you add in the two potential Pro Bowl defensive ends. Yep. And you've got four where everybody else can say, well, we've got two Pro Bowlers, but that's it. We potentially have four. So let's just. Let's just give it to Washington. But if somebody came in and argued, like if Gus came in and he argued for the Giants over Washington, I couldn't debate him. I could too hard on that. I mean, I, 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 he, I could see them winning that particular argument. I, I'd have to look up the Pro Bowl rosters. Washington had two defensive linemen Giants. there. How many others? Giants had zero. Uh, Dallas, how many defensive linemen made it? How about from the Eagles? Probably. Well, Washington only had one. They had two defensive linemen. I don't think Jonathan Allen was a pro bowler this year, he was, was he? He's a pro bowler, yeah. Okay, this year he was? Okay. Yeah, he was that's right. He was yeah, he was a starter and then and then yeah, Allen, and came, came, later, came, right. came in as the My alternate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. But two pro bowlers, even even if they're an alternate, but two pro bowlers. Did any of the other uh teams Philadelphia, no. but again they lost one of them, Hargrave, so yeah, I, I, I think well, I think you have a strong argument. This is Washington's second strongest group. We still have a lot to see from Montez Sweat and Chase Young, yeah. but that interior. If we're going strictly interior, no one beats the dark two interior linemen. Probably don't beat the one through three or four interior linemen that they put out mm-hmm. uh, when you take in you know a healthy Mathis, a Ridgeway who came on strong. So I, I think this group. The defensive linemen themselves. Now, if we wanted to bring in pass rushers, Washington's very much lacking in that regard. But as as mm. a defensive line group, I, I, I'm with you, Stoner. I think Washington's got a slight edge here, um, but I would I, I I think that they're you know that's where we're pretty good. Let's move on to the linebackers. Washington's got to be at the bottom of the barrel, here, right? Yeah, David Mayo, Cody. Yeah. Cody Barton, we appreciate those uh, those those <laughs> donations make yeah. made today. And uh, Jamin Davis there for Washington, Dallas running out. Uh, Jabil Cox, Leighton Vander Esch is still listed. Micah Parsons uh, mm-hmm. on there. The yeah, they just resigned Vander Esch. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the Eagles with Nicholas Morrow, Nicobe Dean, and Hassan Reddick, and yep. the Giants with Bobby O, Jared Davis, and Aziz O. Because I am tired of butchering names. Today. He's nice. Yeah, I, I'm going to eventually write fourth. these out phonetically for myself. We're fourth, and nobody can say anything different. Dallas yeah. is, I'm sure, one. Mike Parsons above all, sure. Philadelphia two. Hassan Reddick second, sure. Yep, and then and Thibodeau, and then, uh, uh, if he comes out of his, on his own, perhaps uh, could be pretty pretty darn good there. Uh, yep. But even and then, then Washington, Bob, Bobby O, Jared Davis, yep, yep, yep. Fair enough. I think that's uh, that's fair. Washington pretty weak on that regard. 
Washington's also not too good. We're just going to do the defensive backfield here because they mm-hmm. often work as a group. So cornerbacks mm-hmm. and safeties, as much as we love Cam Curl and Defoe was coming on pretty strong. Uh, I like Kendall Fuller, Benjamin St. Juice, not seeing the field all that much because of injuries. Uh, that's your starting back uh, backfield there. Where are we standing on this one against Dallas, who has Gilmore, Curse, Wilson, and Diggs? We got good. the Eagles with uh, Wallace, Blankenship, and Darius Slay, and uh, Bradbury. And then the Probably. Giants with Dory Jackson, Jason Pinnock, Xavier McKinney, and Bobby McCain. And old Bobby McCain is over there now. Yep. That's a tough one. I do like our safety group. I'm not too impressed with the corners. Uh, all these others, they've lost guys, but they still have really strong. Like Philadelphia lost. Did they lose both their safeties? But they brought back both of their corners, mm-hmm. Bradbury yeah. and Slay. Those are two studs. And all the guys you have now in Dallas, you've got Gilmore and Diggs. And they've got two really good safeties. Man, I would probably probably put Washington and and the Giants lost mm-hmm. Love. I know that, right? I can't yeah. brought and replace him with McCain. That's a huge downgrade, if you ask me. Uh, I'd probably put Washington third. I'd put him ahead of the Giants, I think. But I really like Dallas's. Just give Bobby another slight and just put him put him put him behind the team that got him. Yeah, absolutely. Just because of who he's replacing. I thought Julian Love was a really good safety, and now he's well, they, gone. They, they have him listed as the right cornerback, by the way. Who's that? Bobby McCain. Oh, they got him listed at corner. Yeah, Jason okay. Pinnock and Xavier McKinney are your safeties out there. And Yeah, uh, who and who? By the way, Landon Collins is second on the depth chart right now. Behind? Before, be, behind uh, Pinnock. Oh, behind their safeties? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I would probably put Washington third on that. I would put him ahead of the Giants. But Dallas has a very good defensive backfield and Philadelphia just keeping those two corners alone. I know they lost the the one safety, right? Um, the guy they stole from New Orleans last year. Did yeah. Go to the Lions. Yeah. Oh, the three-name three, three, guy. Yeah, three-name guy. I, I can't remember exactly. <laughs> Gardner <laughs> Johnson. Yeah, Gardner Johnson, yeah. And I'm, gonna, uh, CG, I'm making a statement. Uh, I'm – I. Hate to say it, you guys, but every yeah. single our every single DB in our squad is a jag on anybody else's. Every team. single DB is a jag on somebody else's team. I'm sorry, wow. we don't have any shutdown corners. We don't have any. I mean, Cam curls mm-hmm. our safety, and and they're still waiting to extend him, and people are trying to extend him before they probably should extend the pain. Like I don't know, like he's a good player, but he's a jag on somebody else's team. Let's just be honest, mm. our all, our whole DB room are jags. Kendall Fuller has proven he's a jag. Benjamin St. Juice has proven he's a jag. Derek Forrest can be a jag. I mean, to be honest, the the picks he had were gimme picks. It's not like he read the pass and jumped in front of the, you know, they were gimme picks. Let's be honest. He's definitely flashed some exciting plays. I want to see some consistency from him, sure. Didn't he pop somebody pretty hard? Yeah, he did. Whatever. But... (laughs) I mean, Cam Curl is probably our best DB that we have back there, and he didn't even play a whole season last year. So, like, every everybody else on our – I mean, they're all Jags. 
Eagles have Darius Slay, Bradbury. Jay, Jay here uh, questioning Cam yeah. Curl yeah. slander or at Stoner. You him, are Jay. the biggest Cam Curl fan. Mm. Are you going to allow the slander to stand? Yeah, get him, Jay. Cam Go, Curl's not no, a jag. Bear Forest is definitely a jag. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think he's a jag because because he's doing this. He's right. His first he's year, he was a jagish. Sure. But he's he's gotten better, and so he's ascending. A jag to me is somebody who's proven Plateau. year after year after year sure. that they're just an average player. Bro, if we if but we force is ascending. If we missed the, if he missed the game, we wouldn't be missing anything on defense. If he missed the game, let's be honest. Be um, honest. Be honest. His Pro- replacement would be who? Butler, Percy Butler, yeah. or Jeremy Reeves, or Reeves. Um, I don't know. We're going to find out. Yeah, we're going to find out next year or this year coming up when he does miss a game or two. Like when we miss Cam Curl, you could tell. But if you miss Derek Forrest, you're not going to tell. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not ready to label him that yet just because he is ascending. It's like Jamin Davis. You can't oh, really you can, say you can label You can label somebody got shot in the leg twice his rookie year and came back and played and, mm. and almost ran for 500 yards of jack. Thank you for calling you out call. the hypocrisy. You okay. You Thank you. Oh, wait. No, no, let me defend no, myself. Consistency, you can't stoner. Let me defend myself. He's ascending. Oh. Okay, let me defend myself on that. In that I said he's a jag. Right, but I said he wasn't he didn't have that good of a year. So I used the jag term. Maybe I didn't use it properly. Yeah, you're but I was saying I was saying basically he's overrated, is what I was saying. So is Derek Forrest right now. We 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 very much fell in love with Brian Robinson. I think both of these two going into their second year as full time star, you know, you know, players, we'll see whether or not. They are going to continue as far as Defoe's concerned, ascending and what Brian Robinson can do with the full season. So that's all to be determined. I think that you're probably right. They probably rank Washington ranks in the, you know, third here, probably just above the the giants. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot to be desired. I, I like a lot of these pieces. We just need to see some consistency from them, which we have not. So it'll be interesting. I'm putting I'm putting it all out there. I'm putting it on the line for you right well, now if anybody well. wants to take this. Okay. Washington at 16 is drafting a corner. I bet you we take a linebacker instead. Okay, I will I bet a dollar it's not a linebacker. I think we're going to go O-line. I think it's going to be corner. It's a very deep draft for we're corners. Going linebacker. But See, I think they're going corner. All these teams in our division have somebody that's like, a bit of a somewhat stud Mammoth Giants on every level on defense. Ours mm-hmm. is just defensive line. We have no studs at linebackers. We have no studs in defensive backfield. Everybody else I, does. I, I disagree. I disagree that we have no studs in in the backfield. Defensive backfield. Our Pro Bowl, I Cam our Curl's Pro Bowl are on the line. Cam <laughs> Curl was like third in defensive rookie of the year. Third, Maybe he was second. Did he make a Pro he's, Bowl? He's a stud. No, he is not. But we're we're drafting a corner, a hundred percent. A linebacker. I think it's going to be. The There's guy. a lot of corners to love. Gonzalez. No, Anderson's going to draft 16. 16. We're taking them. 
uh, TJ's comment there. there. There's a lot. There's a lot of good corners. We will be doing draft talk going next week. 10. We're going to do some draft talk next we'll week because uh, it's closing. We're going to be we're just about four weeks away from it. Of course, we have our annual, uh, you know, first round mock draft that we we bring oh, in yes. content creators from around uh, from from uh, around to do some of those picks. That's all going to be coming up. Seems like right now, Washington, we're all kind of a little down on the team as a whole. There was not a whole lot of one-two rankings there. So, Trav, Mm-mm. did you want to amend your third-place ranking for Washington? No. I, after going after going step-by-step, step, there was a lot of we're fourth, clearly fourth. No, because we didn't, we didn't get better, and we didn't get really that much worse. We just kind of stayed the same. Like, we got mm-hmm. rid of Holcomb, replaced him with Holcomb Jr. We got rid mm-hmm. of Cam Sims. We'll probably get somebody to replace him, too, or promote Alex Erickson. So it's like... The Jags, yeah, Marcus Kemp, yeah, Marcus Kemp to replace Kim. Like, so the people we let go, we already replaced, and they're all like the same level of players. So, I just feel like we're going to be mediocre again unless EB comes in and we score 40 points a game. Yeah, so I'm staking at fourth best in the NFC East. Stoner, you think the Giants got much better? Did they get better? better, They're better than us already. So, yeah, did we get better. better than them? Even yeah. if they improved just 0.5%, did we improve enough to not only pass what they were last year, but then that 0.5%? I don't think so. Not with the moves that have been made so far. The entire season rests on the shoulders of one man. We all Lamar know Jackson. <laughs> And his name is Lamar Jackson. His name is Sam Howell. And I'm whatever happens there, it doesn't matter what happens with your D-line doesn't matter what happens with your running backs or your linebackers or your corners. None of that matters if Sam Howell is not playing. If he's not the guy. If he's not the guy, none of that matters. We just saw it the last three years that if you don't have the guy, no matter how good the team is around you, you're going nowhere. So it all rests on his shoulders. All he has to do is be a little bit better than the Carson Wentz, Taylor Heineke duo. And this team could sneak into the playoffs, but we'll see. All right. We'll so see. we seem fairly down on the Washington Commanders. We're going to go over the entire state oh. of DC sports coming up here on the cooldown. Oh, let me actually hit the right button there. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.